Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can now go maskless outside, but are you? Have masks been so politicized by progressives that people are afraid to take them off? I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. It's time now for One More Thing. Uh, one more thing, sir. With Sandy Shack. But we've got one more thing. She's always got that extra something. Wow. Beauty, brains, and a complete psycho. My dream girl. On AM680. WRKL. 617-266-6868 is the number here. 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470. Mixed messages. The king of mixed messages is President Biden telling people they can take off masks outside if vaccinated, but wearing his no matter what, no matter who he's near, even if he's by himself in a freaking field. Um, Then there are his advisors. Do you listen to the CDC or to his COVID uh, commission that he's got that has, it's headed by Dr. Anthony Fauci? Or do you think that maybe they're giving political advice instead of, scientific advice. The reason why I ask this is because Anthony Fauci recently said he wouldn't travel or eat at restaurants, even though he's fully vaccinated. And even though the CDC has issued guidance that those activities can be safe for vaccinated people. But apparently Dr. Fauci doesn't think they're safe enough. He also says that even if vaccinated, uh, you're not safe indoors. Cut 45G, please, David. And if you are vaccinated, please remember that you still have to be careful and not get involved in crowded situations, particularly indoors where people are not wearing masks. Did he have a chance to talk uh, to President Biden before President Biden and Mrs. Biden went to visit President Mrs. Carter last week? I mean, a caller in the first hour mentioned that Uh, they were maskless indoors. You saw the photos of that, right? I mean, basically... It looked like the Bidens were draped over the Carters and they're all vaccinated. So I think that's fine. I have no problem with that. They were all vaccinated, but you know, not according to, um, to, to president Biden, you're not supposed to do that. You know, he, he went um, and when they came outside, when he and the first lady came outside, they put their masks on, even though there was nobody around them, but vaccinated secret service agents. Uh, That to me is just sending a huge mixed message to a population which is desperate for clear guidance. I I think it's ridiculous. And I think he undercuts and Dr. Fauci is undercutting their own reputation and really taking away their own credibility. What do you think? Do you believe anything they say at this point in time? Are you wearing your mask outdoors if you are not, you know? At a baseball game. Donna from Rockland, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Donna? 
Hi, how are you? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine. Okay. Well, um, I I haven't worn a mask outside since we started. I've worn them inside because I have to. Yeah. Um, but my comment is I'm not getting the vaccine. So mm-hmm. um, I heard Dr. Walensky this morning on the television, and I could have went through the TV. Yeah, what did she say? She said with a she said with a big smile on her face. She said, "My son has got the vaccine. My 16 year old son. And tonight, I'm trying to sound like her with a big smile. Tonight, he's having two of his vaccinated friends over to watch a movie. And I'm like, oh, so now I knew it was going to start with the vaccinated people here, unvaccinated over there." Shunning all of us that decide my body, my choice. I could have went through the TV listening to that. Yeah. So they're, they're already starting shaming us. Oh, oh, it's even worse than what you think, Donna. I don't know if you are aware of this or not, but um, in New York, there's a new policy in New York regarding baseball games, Major League Baseball games. Um, and yeah. and on one hand, it appears to be moving forward, you know, based on science. Um, on the other hand, um, it also appears to be ignoring science. So let me just tell you what the new policy is and see if this sends you through your windshield. Okay. Uh, Governor Cuomo... <laughs> Um, this week basically has announced that baseball fans who have been fully vaccinated against the coronavirus can enjoy seating arrangements without social distancing at both Yankee Stadium and City Field. And beginning on May 19th, next week, the same day the state is ending most capacity restrictions for businesses, fully vaccinated people will be allowed to sit in sections of the stadiums where every seat can be occupied even though they'll still have to wear masks, but they and so and they can still be accompanied by kids under 16 um, who are unvaccinated um, as long as they wear masks. Now, that's not the really well, of course, you know, the question there is if you are vaccinated, why do you have to wear the mask to begin with? That's a science thing that okay. I have a question. Um, but the problem is that that's not the really insidious part of this. The insidious part of this is people who have not been vaccinated are allowed in, but they have to sit in, in a designated section where only one third of the oh seats can be Lord. occupied and they have to, you know, avoid, they have to observe certain distancing rules. Now, I'm wondering if like food vendors will be allowed into their part of the stadium, but the segregation has begun, Donna. Yeah, that's crazy. And what about the, the what about the, uh, the ushers and what about the ticket takers? That's what about the question, the isn't it? Food? Will there be do a set? Will there be a set? have their COVID Passport? Will there be a separate entrance for people who are unvaccinated? Do like will they have access to the restrooms if they're unvaccinated? There are all sorts of questions, oh. and, and so yeah, there's all sorts of questions that I have about it. And it's not just for you know baseball games because the governor of New York has also announced that Broadway can st- start up again, starting um, and with full capacity shows this fall. But you know they can start rehearsing and doing everything now so does that mean when the theaters are open that if you're vaccinated are they going to do the same thing if you're vaccinated you can sit in the orchestra but if you're unvaccinated it's the balcony for you that's ludicrous so who's going to who's going to monitor this i do not know the answer to that question well i'm vaccinated 
Well, that's just it. Do you have to show your card? And there's a company, there's this brand new company um, that has uh, created something called an immunoband. It's a bracelet that serves as a vaccine passport. And you say, well, who's going to do that? Well, it's already in use in New York. And in fact, according to Fox 5 down there, um, there was a customer allowed into a Knicks game at Madison Square Garden uh, because he showed his bracelet, this immunoband, and has a code on it that can be that can be scanned and shows that it shows that you've been vaccinated. So it's tied into oh, whatever the God, state's vaccination record. So the answer is, Donna, that um, it's already even though the administration has said, well, we don't uh, we're not going to mandate a vaccine passport. We're going to let the private companies do that. What that means is that you can't blame us. You have to blame them, but we're going to give them our full support. And so it's already started. And unless you're in a state like Florida, where DeSantis has said vaccine passports are illegal, unless your state has done that, I think that, uh, you know, we're all in trouble. I think you're going to have to get some kind yeah, there's of... There's already counterfeit passports. They're already counterfeit. Them. I saw that. And people are being charged with crimes for creating <laughs> uh, a fake vaccination I know, card. I know, You know, that's a big deal. Yeah, crazy. But I'll, I'll let you go. And I uh, just wanted to pass that along that uh, now we're getting shunned. It's, yeah, the shunning has begun. The shunning has begun, Donna. Not a free country anymore. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Well, I hope we're still a free country. I think there's still time to turn this around. But I want to know from you. Have Well, let's, let me ask you this. Um, Donna says the shunning has begun. I think it has too. Do you think it has? Has the segregation begun, the vaccination segregation? And how sad is it? that even though the CDC and the president himself has said it's okay to take your mask off outside, people aren't because they are afraid. What are they afraid of? 617-266-6868 is the number. The text number is 70470. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. 617-266-6868 is the number 617-266-6868 the text number 70470 this is sandy shack this is one more thing on the text line um 617 says sandy i was at a deli the other day and was ordering some sliced ham the guy comes over and is pinching his mask under his nose to pull it up he grabs the ham and goes to the slicer, grabs his mask again under his nose and pulls it up again. Then he proceeds to slice ham into that very same hand. I walked away. I don't blame you. That's, um, that's just a hygiene thing. And that's actually why a year ago, doctor, remember Dr. Fauci first said that we shouldn't have to wear masks and he was doing an interview. He's since changed, changed his tune and said, you should. But at first he said you shouldn't wear a mask, one, because it was the PPE was needed for um, the first responders. But then what he also said was because you fiddle with your mask, with your hand, and that's unsanitary and that's going to spread any COVID more than anything else. And so he said, don't, that's why you shouldn't wear a mask. And that's a prime example why. That's exactly why that, what that texter saw at the deli. That's just, it kind of creeps me out. I don't know about you. It kind of, I, I would have walked away too. But what we're talking about are the fact that we are getting these horrific mixed messages from the administration, from uh, anybody who is visible, even Dr. Fauci, who's supposed to be a scientist, is saying, yes, you're fine if you're vaccinated, but you know, but you can't, still can't eat inside. 
you know, he's giving, you know, he's saying he wouldn't travel or eat at restaurants, even though he's fully vaccinated, even though the CDC says it's fine. Um, and that mixed messaging, I think, is really what's causing the public angst and people are afraid. They don't know what to do. They don't know whether they should um, they should trust what the CDC says or not. And so whenever you get these mixed messages, it undermines the credibility of the science, which we're supposed to believe in, which they've touted. They being this administration and the liberal left have been touting for a year. Follow the science, follow the science. It's like follow the yellow brick road to the end of the pandemic, follow the science and we'll be fine. Except they undermine the science all the time by, by not practicing what they preach. And liberal politicians have a lot to answer for in regard to spreading this confusion and and in and undermining the credibility of the public health officials. And I'll give you another example. California Governor Gavin Newsom refused just a few weeks ago to guarantee that California schools would fully reopen in the fall, even though studies have demonstrated for months and months and months that modified in-person instruction is safe. Modified, that's what, and, and let's not forget in my own hometown of Brookline, which I, you know, had a little little rant about in the first part of today's show, in the first hour, how the elected officials in Brookline who are refusing to recognize the CDC um, advice regarding, you know, getting rid of your masks outdoors, and they say they know better, and the outdoor mask guidelines will continue for another two weeks in Brookline. You know, this to me is ridiculous. It's counterproductive. And more than that, it is absolutely harmful to everybody involved. Dan from New Hampshire, welcome to WRKO. Are you wearing your mask outdoors, Dan? I absolutely am not. Um, you know, let's really cut to the quick with it. And you know this as well as I. This is all gaming towards the 2022 election. They've got to keep this narrative rolling where you've got to be protected. You've got to be afraid. You've got to, how can I say, not really know what to follow and just be kind of indecisive about the whole thing. And you have, Sandy, really half the people want to get on with their lives. They want the mask to come off. They want, you know, to go to the beach. They want to celebrate the parties. They want to, you know, go to the bar mitzvahs. They want to basically enjoy their lives. Now, the other half are the, what I kind of call, afraid to do much because they just want to, how can I say, go along with it and, and, and kind of pretend that things aren't really that bad. And, and then, you know, persons who own businesses like myself, we, we have to kind of bend a little bit because we don't want to lose our business either. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yep. I have to say that, you know, I'm, I'm in a parking lot right now, right in front of this restaurant and everyone, one, two, three, four, five, six out of the eight are wearing masks and they're outside mm. of the restaurant now. So, so I'm telling you right now, people are petrified. I think they, that they may take them off in their vehicles, but I can tell you right now, I think that this is all gaming towards the 2022 election. They've got to have this narrative of fear. It's got to change a little bit just for the fact that it can't be identical of what we've gone through for the last year and a half. It's got to have a little twist to it, right? Mm-hmm. So 
I just think that this is just all, it worked once and they're going to apply it again. Well, do you think the people that you see waiting outside the restaurant who are wearing the mask, do you think that they're wearing masks because it makes them feel like they have some control in a situation where they have none? Do you think it makes them, they're afraid that if they don't wear masks, people will will think they are conservatives and therefore they are, it's open season on conservatives, so it's okay to be abusive to, to conservatives. So they're just afraid to go down that road. Or do you think they just don't know because they've gotten so many mixed messages from this particular administration? I think it's a little bit of both. I think that people don't like being confronted. I think most people are pretty passive and you know they just don't want to have any friction. I think people like myself, you know, I'm a, I'm a how can I say, uh, I like to breathe freely. Mm-hmm. Um, I like my freedom. I am in the, you know, the um, live free or die state. And as far as I'm concerned, I've been healthy through all of this. And I will take my own chances and risks. And I think people should really take their own too. Are you vaccinated, Dan? No. No. Um, and the reason why? Oh, you don't have to tell me why. It's a perfectly, this is, I'm just saying it's a perfectly, I am vaccinated, but that was my choice. I don't put that choice on anybody else. And I don't think you need to have to explain why you're, why you decided not to. I think it's a, and the reason why I interrupted you, it's a completely and utterly individual personal choice. And I think nobody needs to explain why they make it. Quite honestly, I just got very sick from a flu shot. I was perfectly fine before I got it. And then when I got it, I was sick for a week. And I just think I'm one of those people that um, are vulnerable. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, there are a thousand reasons why you would not, why you would choose not to be vaccinated. Just the way there are a thousand reasons why you choose to be vaccinated. And I believe it's a completely and utterly personal choice. I don't hold, um, I don't have an issue with either choice that anybody makes. It's completely up to them. So I I appreciate you checking in, Dan, and I hope you you have a great dinner. Thank you. Thank you for calling, sir. I appreciate the time and trouble. I, I think what he says is right about people fearing confrontation. And it's become the fashion and it's become acceptable for so many people uh, of the Karen persuasion to think that they have a right to tell you what to do. And I've seen it myself. I was in line. I've told this story before. I was in line at Ocean State Job Lot and um, very socially distanced, responsible. They did a they did a good job and you know doing that Disney like roped line for people so that you the it looks like it's going to take you ten hours to get through the cashier, but actually it's going to take you twenty minutes as long as you know you just spaced out. And everybody's socially distanced and most people are wearing masks because you're indoors. Everybody's wearing a mask. And this woman walks by with a face shield, not a mask, but a face shield, you know, a hat with a shield around it, her head, which is perfectly acceptable under the state and the CDC guidelines. But a woman who is masked and, and she's not even close to this other woman. I mean, she's not even within six feet. This woman is walking down, trying to find the end of the um, the end of the checkout line and she's got her and she's not close to anybody. She's just walking past. And this Karen thinks that she it's OK to confront this other woman and say, you need to wear a mask. That's not a mask. And I mean, the woman with the face shield on just had this shocked look on her face and then stood up for herself and turned around and said, 
um, to the Karen, essentially. She, and I apologize to anybody whose name is Karen. I understand this is a difficult time for you, but it's it's a word that you know everybody understands at this point, so that's why I use it. And uh, said to this Karen, this is actually allowed under the state guidelines. Maybe you should read those before you criticize somebody and continued walking. And she got applause for that. Um, but, you know, to have to go shopping and be afraid that somebody's going to yell at you because you're not wearing your mask right or you have the wrong mask on or, you know, I got yelled at by somebody in a grocery store because I helped an old lady try to reach something on the top shelf. She was like four feet tall and she couldn't reach it. And and she asked me for my help and I reached up, grabbed something and gave it to her. I wasn't wearing gloves. I just reached up and gave it to her. And this woman, this Karen, yelled at me about, you know, you shouldn't do that. You can pass something. I'm like, okay, so what am I supposed to do? Let this 90-year-old woman scale the shelves like a rhesus monkey trying to get to the top to try to get something down for her? Or should I have run to the back of the store and said, hey, do you guys have some plastic gloves for me? So I could, I mean, what the hell? But she felt it was it was her do- her job to say something to me. So I understand why people are trying to not have a confrontation. Just go along to get along just to get through the day and do what you got to do to put food on the table for your family to, to, you know, to get whatever your hurdles are that day to just get them done and to get your list done and to get home to your family where you can feel safe and, you know, you have it, it's comfortable and you just want to live your life. So I, I understand that. And I think that is really sad because I think that is a big factor behind what we're seeing now in regard to people not paying attention to the CDC guidelines. Because even when they say it's okay to take your mask off, they're afraid to, because they are afraid to be yelled at by the woke zealots who are clutching this over Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Um, This overzealous um, adherence to uh, COVID restrictions as a Bible and as a flag that they know more than we do about everything, that we need to put our lives in their hands because they're the ones that can be trusted uh, to make decisions. We can't be trusted to make decisions for ourselves. That's what I think is happening. And when we come back from the break, I have an example of how this um, intolerance by the liberal left is even starting to impinge upon their own members, how they're starting to eat their own. 617-266-6868 is the number here. 70470 is the text number. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. Six 
617-266-6868 is the number here. 617-266-6868. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. We are discussing the reluctance of a, a you know, large number of people to take off their face masks outdoors, even though the CDC says um, you can. If you're vaccinated, you can. And I blame progressives who have clutched over scrupulous COVID restrictions or restriction policy to their chests as a badge of honor uh, during last year, during the election. And they've gotten so used to it, they can't give it up. And they're starting to eat their own. You know, when the occasional liberal tries to apply common sense and break away from the herd saying, let's actually pay attention to the science and not just give it lip service, then that liberal is attacked. Much like on another topic, Caitlyn Jenner was attacked for having the temerity to say, as a world-class athlete, an Olympic gold medalist, who is trans now, that trans athletes uh, should play in the league's that their chromosomes put them in and not their gender identification. And she was attacked big time and called all sorts of horrific names. Well, on this topic, the same thing, the same type of thing is true. Atlantic Monthly, or the Atlantic Magazine, used to be Atlantic Monthly, the Atlantic Magazine tells a story um, regarding Emily Oster. She's an economist at Brown University. And she wrote a piece in The Atlantic uh, that families, and she's a liberal, by the way, and she wrote a piece in The Atlantic um, last month or two months ago that families should plan to take their kids on trips and see friends and relatives this summer uh, because the CDC said that was appropriate now. This is something that we could do, and it's a good way to, to bring everybody back to a more normal frame of mind. Well, a reader sent an email to her bosses at Brown, not even at the at the magazine, but at, at the university where she teaches, suggesting that she be promoted to a leadership role in the field of genocide encouragement. So not only was it vicious, it was snarky. Um, the letter said, far too many people are not dying in our current global pandemic, and far too many children are not yet infected with the upcoming consequences of global warming about to be felt by a wholly unprepared worldwide community, I believe the time is right to get young children to follow in Dr. Oster's footsteps or young scholars to follow in Dr. Oster's footsteps and ensure the most comfortable place to be is white upper middle class. Wow. So she called her a racist, um, a classist, and somebody promoting genocide because she said you should take your kids on a trip this summer to maybe see your grandma and grandpa. That might be nice now that the pandemic restrictions are lifting up. That was the response. And this is a liberal writer. You see what I mean? It's just, uh, and this is something the CDC, President Biden, and even Dr. Fauci has said is important. But no, no, no. It doesn't fit in with what we've done for the past year. This is how we defeated Trump. We have to keep this up. That is a Karen with a capital K is how I would put that, you know. Do these people who are referring to follow the science uh, from the scientists themselves, you know, think about it. Last year, they were going on and on, follow the science, follow the science, follow the science. So this writer follows the science and she's basically uh, called, you know, that she's calling for genocide. 
you know. And uh, this is to me bizarre. And the reason why this has been allowed to happen is because of the mixed messages that have been sent by the Biden administration. It's the little things and they add up. It's the not it's the wearing the mask after telling everybody they don't have to wear the mask. It's when even the mainstream media goes, "Why are you wearing a mask? You're vaccinated. Everybody here is vaccinated. You're outside. You're 30 feet away from everybody. Why are you wearing a mask?" And the president goes, "Uh." He has no response for it. That is a mixed message. Dr. Fauci saying, "Yes, the CDC says it's okay to go to dinner, but I won't do it." That is a mixed message. You know, Governor Newsom, even though the CDC says it's okay for hybrid in, 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 uh, in classroom learning, not doing it, that is a mixed message. You know, so this confusion, this haze, has everybody at, at sixes. They don't know what to do. I think it's clear that what progressives want is they or what they don't want is they don't want you to give up the restrictions of the pandemic. They don't want you to give them up over, over safety concerns. That's not a concern with safety. They don't want you to give them up because of political concerns, because they have control of the population with this particular set of restrictions and they want to keep it. Maybe they have more power in a lockdown situation than they did before the pandemic and don't want to give it up now? Could that be possible? It's just a thought. The article, by the way, that that it lists this story um, regarding Emily Oster is entitled, it's written by uh, Emma Green. It's called The Liberals Who Can't Quit Lockdown. Quite an interesting title, quite an interesting article. Steve from Cambridge, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Steve? Sandy, I'm well, and you? I am fine, sir. Are you wearing your mask outdoors? You live in, you know, the People's Republic of Cambridge. Well, uh, I don't think we're as liberal as Brookline or Newton or uh, a lot of other places, Northampton, um, Amherst, but it is the People's Republic, I guess. Well, it's funny because just as I was coming in the house, uh, apartment that I live in, one of my neighbors said hello to me and she was wearing a mask and I was wearing a mask and she said to me, why am I wearing a mask? I'm not going to wear a mask anymore. And she took her mask off and I took my mask. Oh, that's nice. And I see people in Cambridge. uh, I'm seeing them more and more. It's by no means the majority, but I see people walking up and down the streets without masks. Not a small minority, but... It's much more than it was, I think, two or three weeks ago. That's good news. That's that's. I think that's very good news because you know the CDC says you can do it. I, I'd like to see people start doing it. It's just, and I can't where I live because I live in Brookline. But um, but in two weeks, the first thing I'm going to do is, you know, I like to go for walks. I like to to uh, basically that's how I like to get exercises to is to walk around the city and. Uh, and I find it difficult to do that with with my asthma and with a mask on. And so I will pull it down to start, you know, below my nose to start breathing. But, you know, I get these looks from people and I make sure I'm not near anybody when I do that. But it's still, you know, I still get these looks like, oh, my God, do you have nothing else to do but think you can police me? And I understand the impulse not to want to be con- confronted by somebody and to just not go out. And, you know, I've gained like five pounds. 
<laughs> and it's like because I don't go out like I used to go out. And it's just like I, because I don't want a confrontation because I can't breathe. And it's just a sad, you know, and, and part of that's me. I mean, I should actually be more more to stand up for my, myself more. But to be honest with you, at the end of the day, I'm tired. I just want to get some exercise in. I want to go home. I want to relax. I want to spend time with my husband. I want to spend time with my stepdaughter. I want to chill out. I want to talk to friends. I, you know, I just I want to get out of work mode and into just relaxing mode. And I don't feel like going out for a walk knowing I'm going to be confronted by somebody because I can't breathe helps that. So I don't do it. And it's just, it, it's, it's, I feel, I'm feeling sorry for myself at the moment, Steve, which is well, one, pathetic. Well, one problem is I don't know what Cambridge's ordinance says now. I don't know if Cambridge is like Brookline uh, or possibly Somerville. I don't know what Somerville's is. Oh, Somerville is, they, yeah, Somerville is like, whatever the rest of the state is, Somerville is like three weeks behind the rest of the state. They don't. Okay. They don't do anything. I don't anything. know what Cambridge... I mean, Cambridge yeah. may have a stricter ordinance than the state, so I don't know yet what that is. But... Um... Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I don't know. One thing that I'm a little bit concerned about is that uh, with the um, with the vaccine so-called passports, people who are vaccinated will actually enjoy seeing other people denied entrance to places because it's almost like being there, they're part of an exclusive club. And I just they, told somebody, I think it was in the end of the last hour, maybe, yeah, it was in the last hour, Steve, um, that in New York at baseball stadiums, the governor has said, okay, if you're fully vaccinated, you can sit in this section of the stadium. If you're unvaccinated, you sit in the other section of the stadium. And I'm wondering, okay, do they have a separate entrance? Are food vendors allowed in the unvaccinated section? Do they have access to the bathrooms? These are questions I don't know. But the segregation has begun, and I don't like it even a little bit. I am vaccinated, but I don't think... And so, therefore, I don't care if I'm surrounded by unvaccinated people because I'm vaccinated. I sh I'll be fine. So why segregate them? Well, I would like to see people who are vaccinated refuse to show passports. You know, and yeah. if they're asked if they're vaccinated, just say, uh, that's my business. I agree. And that's my intention. That's my intention uh, to do it. I think it's a very worthy yeah. intention, Sandy. So we, we shall see, Steve. Keep your fingers crossed. I hope it never I hope that particular policy never comes to Massachusetts. It may not uh, because, you know, Governor uh, Baker has said so far that he thinks that requiring vaccinations is uh, is not something he's interested in doing. But well, we shall I'm certainly see. glad to hear Baker has gone down that road. Me too. Me too, Steve. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Greg from Nashua, welcome to WRKR. Are you wearing masks outside, Greg? Nope, not yet. I, Sandy, 13 months ago, I was calling them out for the egregious and virtue signaling wankers that they are. If you're waiting for Fauci to tell you what to do, Please don't hold your breath because you might not 
you might not stop breathing in time. Yeah, I've never waited for for uh, Mr. Nope. Fauci, for Dr. Fauci to tell me what to do. But I will, I'd certainly it, 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 look at the CDC and see what they say. And the CDC says, I don't have to wear a mask outside. The whole idea of everybody being afraid, oh, my God, I'm just going to confront me if I'm not wearing a mask in public. You know, I work everywhere from Nashville to Boston, okay? Mm-hmm. The nature of my job is that people either don't notice me at all or they find a good reason to not pay attention to me, which is good. I kind of like it that way. I'm, I'm not really a, a cuddly individual. But the truth of the matter is that confrontation thing runs both ways. Yeah. The only reason all these little Kens and Karens feel so emboldened is that too often, like you just said, people just fade. Oh, my God. Somebody's, in, somebody's yelling at me to wear a mask. And I'm like, you guys, are, you guys are looking at this all the wrong way. Nobody can physically make you do anything. No, but they can Don't. make you feel, Greg, they can make you feel uncomfortable and they can make you it not want to be there. Ways. It runs both ways. Let but them know but Greg, hate. I'll, I'll be honest with this, you. Greg, I'll be honest with you. Stop. I, yep. Greg, stop. I understand, but here's the problem. I, I, you know, if I'm taking a walk down the street, I'm not looking to have a confrontation with somebody. You know, it's, I, I'm just not. I'm looking for a little private time to get, you know, my heart rate up, to get a little exercise in. Or if I'm walking down the store on a nice day, I'm just looking to enjoy the day to get in and get home. That's all I am looking for. I am not looking for a fight. I'm, I Do I stand up for myself? I do. And I have certainly had more than one confrontation in my lifetime. In fact, I probably had too many. But, you know, there's a time and place for everything. I am not looking for a daily confrontation. And that's what this has become. And I suspect that is why people are not wearing the masks. I think one reason that, I mean, they are wearing the masks, even though they don't have to. I think one reason is because they, it's a security blanket. I think it's, I think they feel like they're doing something. Another reason why is they, they don't want this to be a political argument. And that's what the left has turned it into is, is politicized it, which is ironic because that's what um, they accuse the right of doing when it isn't, you know, they're, they're the ones who politicized it. And three, I don't want a Karen yelling at me on a daily basis. And that's what it's become. You know, I, if I'm going to, I will certainly stand up for myself you know, when I have to, but I'm not looking to do that on a daily basis. And I suspect that is how most people feel. I'm sorry. I'm trying to fit some more calls. And thank you for the call, Greg. Jack from Cohasset. Are you wearing your mask outside? Uh, no, I'm not, Cindy. Good for you. But the reason I'm calling, I just wanted your legal opinion about, about something having to do with, with these masks. I know you're a you know, an attorney, but that's mm-hmm. why I'm calling you. That's okay. But um, have you heard about those three students from UMass Amherst? You have to be more specific than that, Jack. Oh, they lost, uh, they got thrown out of school. They lost their tuition that they paid. They're getting no credit for their, uh, for the, for their, for, for the, yeah, attendance. but why? Because I didn't wear a mask. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, it's, they sign an agreement when they go in. I think this is the answer, although I'm not sure because I haven't delved deeply into it. They weren't, Let on, me finish. they weren't on UMass property. Let me finish. Okay, fine. They sign uh, an agreement when they go in, and it doesn't necessarily mean just when you're on property. It means your actions as a representative of the university as a student. And that means um, if you are, if you are, 
off, off the campus as well, that you will abide by their rules. And I don't know for sure, but I suspect that's what they were, that's the issue. And that's why they probably don't have a legal leg to stand on. And I'm not sure that's definitive. I'm just saying this is usually what the situation is when a student does something off campus and they are expelled for it or they are you know removed for it. It's because they violated that agreement that they signed when they go in and they agree when they enter the university that they won't bring discredit on the university by their actions off. And this is how the university has decided to uh, describe it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's probably what the answer is. I got to take a break, Jack. I'm sorry. We'll be right back. The number is 617-266-6868. The text number is 70470. I'm Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. 617-266-6868 is the number here. This is Sandy Shack. This is one more thing. Uh, we were just talking to Jack from Cohasset. I'm sorry that I had to cut you short, Jack, but I was uh, right up against a break. I think that the application of that paragraph that uh, from UMass that in regard to those three students, uh, that they were expelled for not wearing a mask off campus is a, you know, very strict and I would certainly, if I were a, uh, if I were their attorney, I would argue against it. But I'm just saying to you that that's probably the application of what they're. It's that agreement that they are applying. I, I think it's ridiculous, um, but I think it's legal, and I think it's going to have to go to court in order for it to be termed. Um, illegal and overly scrupulous interpretation of that paragraph. Anyway, that's my opinion. Nick from Marlboro, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Nick? I'm doing great. This is the first non-sports talk I've ever called in my life. But I listen <laughs> to RKO from six to seven. Well, maybe we can we can get you to listen from five to seven. Well, no, I listen from six in the morning till seven at night. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know, I bought one of those life alert. In case I get a life, I'll be alerted. <laughs> Thank you, Dick. But, anyway, but um, um, I wish I had a rim shot for you. In Marlboro, I, I think most of these people are un, uninformed. Mm. You know, it's very multicultural. There's not, I call it the all-American city with no Americans. And these, these people are really nice people. Mm-hmm. But I was walking about a month ago, and this gentleman stopped me. I got vaccinated, by the way. And he said, no mask. I said, CDC recommends you mind your own business. <laughs> he <put me> off, <laughs> and he walked away. And that's, that's all I really have to say. Well, Nick, God bless you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the response. Thank you for taking the time and trouble to call. I appreciate that as well. I think that's a, that's a great uh, response. The next time I am approached by a Karen for pulling my mask down below my nose when I'm trying to take a walk around the block, uh, I will remember that. Um, I just try to keep walking when people yell at me, but I think that was a great response. Claire from the North Shore, welcome to WRKO. How are you, Claire? Oh, Sandy, I'm great. I love listening to you, and you certainly, you you are fabulous on this station. Please, I understand about the confrontations, but what you do is over and above, and thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So tell me, Claire, do you wear a mask outside? Well, ever since I heard that, that you don't have to wear them, I was out there, um, I mean, it's fresh air. It's wonderful. It's better than the air in the house. I've got two more weeks to go in Brookline before I can do it. So it's because, oh, you know, boy. I know. And it's just and for, I, I don't understand why the town officials who think that, you know, they know more than the CDC and more than the guy they elected president 
uh, Biden, because I, I did not mm. vote for him, but um, mm. I'm pretty sure most of the town council did, yeah. um, basically says you don't have to, but not in Brookline. In Brookline, apparently, it's much more dangerous, so you, yeah. you have to wear a mask outside. Um, well, I, I've, I've, when I, the minute I get out of the car, it's off. And, there, and I have probably been the only one walking around without my mask. And fortunately, nobody has said anything because I, I, I don't like confrontations either. Yeah. But I've been lucky. But see, if you think about it, I, I like what the other fellow said. Perhaps they're not informed, but we all have... We all can think for ourselves. Well, I think we're informed, Claire. I think a lot of people are informed. The problem is, and what I've been talking about for a couple of hours now, is they they may pay attention to the news, but what they're getting is mixed messages. So they don't know what to think is the problem. And And I think that this administration has done everybody, all of us, all Americans, a great disservice because of that. Because even if you want to follow the guidelines, you're not sure what they are anymore. You're not sure what the right way to go is. Anyway, thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me, Claire. Thanks, everybody who called in. We'll be back next Saturday, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. every Saturday. This is Sandy Shack. This is One More Thing. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.